St. Peter Damien lived in the 10 hundreds. You could say he was kind of like a John the Baptist II. All he ever wanted to do was be a monk and fast, do his penance and pray. But his superiors saw gifts in him, and they kept promoting him. He never wanted any promotion he got, but he took him out of obedience. He became leader of the monastery, totally reformed any lax that there was. Eventually the Pope got wind of him, and of course he made him a bishop. To St. Peter Damien's horror, so he got to work reforming his diocese. Again, being a man of penance and prayer. His mode of operation was pretty simple. Prayer, penance, and admonish the sinner. St. Peter Damien. Today's Gospel, Mark 9. And presently, all the people, seeing Jesus, were astonished and struck with fear. And running to him, they saluted him. And Jesus asked them, What do you question about among yourselves? And one of the multitude answering said, Master, I have brought my son to thee, having a dumb spirit, who, wheresoever he taketh him, dasheth him, and he foameth, and gnasheth with the teeth, and pineth away. And I spoke to thy disciples to cast him out, and they could not. Jesus answering them said, O incredulous generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. And they brought him. And when Jesus had seen him, immediately the spirit troubled him, and being thrown down upon the ground, the boy rolled around, foaming. This boy's possessed. And Jesus asked his father, How long a time is it? since this has happened unto him. And the man, sad, said, From his infancy. And oftentimes he has cast him into fire and into the waters to destroy him. But if you can do anything, help us. Have compassion on us. And Jesus saith to him, If thou can believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. And immediately the father of the boy, crying out with tears, said, I do believe, Lord, help my unbelief. And when Jesus saw the multitude running together, he threatened the unclean spirit, saying to him, Deaf and dumb spirit, I command thee, go out of him, and enter not any more into him. And crying out, and greatly tearing him, he went out of him. And he became as dead, so that many said, He is dead. But Jesus, taking him by the hand, lifted him up, and he arose. And when he was come into the house, his disciples secretly asked him, Why could not we cast him out? Jesus said to them, This kind can go out by nothing but prayer and fasting. And departing from thence, they passed to Galilee, and he would not that any man should know it. There's another reason that you got to fast. Some evil spirits will not be driven out except by prayer and fasting. Prayer alone is not enough. You got to fast to get all them evil spirits out. If you don't fast, you can have a great prayer life, live in a state of grace. But if you don't fast, some evil spirits are going to mess with you. So you got to fast.
when you're a little kid, you got to learn how to do that. It takes some time to learn how to do it. It's not always prudent for little kids to do it. That's okay. Dad will cover it for you. But you've got to learn how to do it because someday you're going to be grown up and on your own. And you don't want the devil messing with you or your loved ones. Remember that principle. Some evil spirits can only be driven out by prayer and fasting. So you got to have that regular fasting in your life. Friday's a good day to do some fasting. Wednesday is a good day to do some fasting. It's not an optional thing. It's something you have to do for the survival of your souls. And for souls that are in your charge. Working our way through the seven sacraments in the Baltimore Catechism. We're on confirmation. What is confirmation? Confirmation is a sacrament through which we receive the Holy Ghost to make us strong and perfect Christians and soldiers of Jesus Christ. And remember, this is one of those sacraments you can only receive once because it leaves a mark on your soul. It marks you as a soldier of Jesus. Who administers confirmation? The bishop is the ordinary minister of confirmation. Although the bishop could give the priest permission to do it, which he does sometimes. How does the bishop give confirmation? The bishop extends his hands over those who are to be confirmed. He prays that they may receive the Holy Spirit and anoints the forehead of each with holy chrism in the form of a cross. What is holy chrism? Holy chrism is a mixture of olive oil and balm consecrated by the bishop. What does the bishop say in anointing the person he confirms? He says, I sign thee with the sign of the cross, and I confirm thee with the chrism of salvation in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. By anointing the forehead with chrism in the form of a cross, is meant that the Christian who is confirmed must openly profess and practice his faith, never be ashamed of it, and rather die than deny it. He just became a soldier of Jesus Christ. Why does the bishop give the person he confirms a slight blow on the cheek? Why does he give him a slap on the cheek? To put him in mind that he must be ready to suffer everything, even death, for the sake of Jesus. To receive confirmation worthily, it's necessary to be in a state of grace. Persons of the age to learn should know the chief mysteries of the faith and the duties of a Christian and be instructed in the nature and effects of this sacrament. Is it a sin? It is a sin to neglect receiving the sacrament of confirmation, especially in these evil days when faith and morals are exposed to so many and such violent temptations. So don't waste your confirmation. Use all that grace you got at that sacrament. Call on the Holy Spirit. Very simple. Just say, come Holy Spirit. The intention of using those confirmation graces. And he'll take care of business.